All right, this is part two of a foundational episode, just diving into some really basic concepts of what is the metaverse? What are NFTs, blockchain, crypto, DeFi, Web 3.0, all these new topics and phrases and sayings and words that uh, six months or a year ago were pretty meaningless to a lot of us and are becoming more and more commonplace. So as we dive in and understand what marketing in the metaverse looks like, the purpose of these foundational topics are really just to bring us up to speed so we can understand it and operate at kind of a similar level as we learn it all together. And I don't pretend to have it all figured out. A lot of these are newer concepts to me as well. So I'm diving into this and researching it, understanding it and doing my best to break it down so that, again, we're all kind of learning this and growing as we dive into these concepts together. And if there's something that I say where you feel like, Mark, you kind of you kind of missed it on this one, or here's a better way to think about that, or if there's something that you want to understand that I have not talked about or haven't tackled yet, let me know. Shoot me a DM, uh, send me a message at Marketing in the Metaverse on Instagram or on Twitter, Instagram for me personally, and uh, and I'll answer any questions or address something that maybe I missed or uh, said improperly in one of these these initial episodes, and we'll tack it, tackle it going forward. So. That being said, today we're going to continue the conversation about NFTs and then dive into some of these other foundational topics as we wrap up this episode. Hey, are you interested in marketing, community building, NFTs and crypto, social media, and the metaverse? It's all moving fast and it's easy to be overwhelmed. No one knows the future and no one knows exactly what the intersection of these things will look like. My name is Mark Robinson and I do my best to break it down as we connect with leaders in the space and figure it out together. Thanks for listening as we laugh, learn, and lean into the future of digital marketing. There's so many different, I mean, endless pieces of utility or ways to break that down, but those are just a handful of the the ways that uh, utility is being used. And I think that's something, that's an area or a, a part of NFTs that's becoming more and more important um, just because initially NFTs were so new and people had no idea what was going on and they're throwing money at anything. And it still is a little bit that way where it still is the wild, wild west. I think it's still very new to a lot of people. And so people are just kind of investing. One person says, hey, this is a good idea. And people are throwing money at it. More and more people are starting to inspect and do their research on the utility, which that being said, this is not financial advice and definitely encourage you if you're looking at NFTs, definitely do your own research and look at what makes sense because I am not a NFT professional that can tell you for sure and give you financial advice. That is not my qualification. So um, do your own research before you actually purchase anything. Um, and then, so I, I already mentioned art, rarity, utility, and then the other thing, and this is huge in the NFT space is community. People want to be a part of community. They want to be a part of a cool club. I think just in general in life, we all want to be in a place where we're known, where we're needed, where we can contribute, where we're valued, where we're part of a cool club or a part of a cool community. And it is, I would say, amplified in the world of NFTs because it's really visible based on what's in your, your wallet. When you get an NFT, you can store it in your wallet and it's actually visible if you publish it where anybody can, can see what's in your wallet if they just look. And it's really a visible representation of what communities and what clubs, what groups of people you are a part of. And so the community is a really big piece of it. The Board Ape Yacht Club is a really well-known, one of the most famous projects right now. And it gains you access to this super elite club of people. There's a lot of elites and Hollywood or actors or athletes and all these different people that have now bought into the Board Ape Yacht Club. And you get access to this community where you get to actually chat with them. You get um, you get access to 
information about other NFT projects and things that are going on, you get invited to, you know, it's called the Board Ape Yacht Club. You actually get invited to these exclusive yacht parties and different things that just by being an NFT holder of one of the Board Ape Yacht Club apes, now you get access to all these different things. So the community is a really big piece of it. And it does not always mean there's going to be these super bougie yacht parties. And that's the community that you want to be a part of to fight to get into this exclusive party. That's, I would say, not most of them. Um, Board Ape Yacht Club just happens to get a lot of fanfare and publicity around it. But there's a lot of them where as they're cultivating a dope community, people want to be a part of it and people buy into the project to support the community, to be a part of the community. Maybe it's for mental health or for a different thing. But there's a lot of different projects out there. And they really do build a community that believes in something and they're in something together. And the NFT is just a way of visualizing or showing that. So in summary, NFTs are basically just digital assets that you own and you can verify ownership through the blockchain, through technology, through digital smart contracts. We'll talk about these things. And also NFTs are just fun. You know, I think like you can make a lot of money investing in cryptocurrency and cryptocurrency is is a hot thing right now. For me, I don't love looking at charts and I never loved investing in the stock market by like reading charts and studying up stuff. But art is fun to me. Like I really enjoy looking at all the really cool things that people are creating. And I just think NFTs are a really beautiful space. And I also love the community aspect of it where it's people that are rallying around different causes and artists and there is an opportunity to really support people that you believe in. And so I think NFTs are fun. I think it's a beautiful space. And I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think we're just scratching the surface for all of the uses that uh, NFTs are going to be for. I think there's there's endless opportunities and endless potential in the NFT space. All right. As much as I want to keep talking about NFTs, because I think NFTs are awesome, we are going to move on and start tackling some of these other concepts. So let's start. let's talk about blockchain. Blockchain is another one that's really important in order to understand what all these other things are, in order to understand the metaverse and crypto and DeFi and all these things. Blockchain is a, kind of a cornerstone for a lot of this. And blockchain really is a type of shared database that differs from a typical database in the way that it stores information. It stores data digitally in blocks that are linked together. And if you think about the way a normal database works, a standard database is centralized where all the records are secured by somebody. Whereas in the blockchain, the way that data is stored is there's a secured copy of all of the information. And essentially, all of the participants in the blockchain are have equal or have, have ownership of that. So decentralization, um, and I just pulled up Wikipedia says decentralization is the process by which the activities of an organization, particularly those regarding planning and decision-making, are distributed or delegated away from a central authoritative location or group. So with blockchain, it's a way of storing information that distributes ownership of that to where a lot of people have eyes on it, a lot of people can contribute to it or keep tabs on it, and there's just a lot of innate checks and balances that are built into it. So the idea is for it to be that much more secure and then all of that data is not owned by some authoritative or some central organization or entity. Different types of information can be stored on the blockchain, but the most common use so far has been as a ledger for transactions for cryptocurrency specifically. 
Like in Bitcoin's case, blockchain is used in a decentralized way so that no single person or group has control over it. Like with the US dollar, how the Federal Reserve really is a centralized organization that controls all of that. So decentralized blockchains are immutable. Basically, once the information is put in there, it is unchangeable. It's irreversible. And so for Bitcoin, all the transactions are permanently recorded and they're viewable and public to anyone. So anybody can look at it. Like I said, cryptocurrency is one of the primary uses of blockchain technology. And cryptocurrency is basically digital currency that's built on blockchain. Anyone can create a different cryptocurrency, a token or a coin. And there's a lot of different coins that have different uses. Cryptocurrency is different from what a lot of us think of when we typically think of money or currency, which is like fiat currency. Fiat currency is, as an example, the US dollar, which is really just fiat currency means a government issued currency that's not backed by a physical commodity like gold or silver. But instead of that, the government issued it. Part of the appeal to crypto, like we talked about with blockchain, is that the technology is spread across a bunch of different computers and it is decentralized. And so that leads to greater security and greater visibility and transparency. And so when it comes to cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin is the most popular. There are about $2.5 trillion worth of crypto and over a trillion of that is in Bitcoin. There's a cap of only 21 million Bitcoins will ever be out there and the whole supply and demand thing. So because of that, the more that the demand rises for Bitcoin, the more valuable it becomes. The second most popular coin is Ethereum. And Ethereum is a decentralized open source blockchain with smart contract functionality. And that's something that differentiates it from Bitcoin. Smart contracts make it widely used outside of just as a currency or as a form of money, the way a lot of people think of it. Smart contracts are programs stored on the blockchain that run when predetermined conditions are met. And so a smart contract is really an agreement between two people in the form of a computer code or a computer contract, and they run on the blockchain again. So they're stored on a public database that cannot be changed. And one of the things that make NFTs so special is when we think about the utility, that utility that's tied into NFTs all stems back to the blockchain that it was built on. So for an example, if a NFT is connected to the Ethereum blockchain and there's a smart contract associated with that that ties that NFT, that piece of artwork to whatever utility is built into that. So a smart contract can provide the utility for a NFT. So it's more than just art. There's a smart contract there. So by purchasing that art, you don't only gain ownership of that art, but you're also entitled to whatever predetermined agreements were built into the smart contract on that piece of art that you now own. Building off the blockchain and cryptocurrency, another term that is becoming more and more common is DeFi. And I won't dive super deep into this one, but it is short for decentralized finance and kind of an umbrella term for a variety of financial applications in crypto and blockchain geared towards disrupting financial strongholds, financial organizations in the sense that I think, again, building off of decentralization, that's really a big concept for people in this space. And a lot of people who rally around giving more power to the people, creating an equal playing field for all and kind of removing the strength, the restraints of having middlemen and uh, removing regulations and restrictions, monopolies, and really the idea of creating a lot of opportunities where anybody can win.
Continuing on with decentralization, there is something called a DAO, a DAO, which stands for a Decentralized Autonomous Organization, which some could, you could almost say it's like an internet community with a shared bank account. Really, it's a it's a small group of people that form together. A lot of times they'll either have uh, some kind of a community, whether it's a chat group or something else, and they'll pool capital together to make investments, to build a uh, an NFT project together, or to build some other type of organization. They can act almost like an LLC or a standard company or like a venture capital firm, except instead of needing to be an accredited investor in order to invest into and have access to all these different projects, you can be a part of a DAO, a decentralized autonomous organization, where the group can invest into or buy different projects or build different things together as a group, where instead of having just a few people that have the majority of the say, basically each member can vote on decisions together. There's a lot of transparency and they can all vote and have a say with equal footing. The specifics of each DAO, including its type, structure, the rules, and just how it operates really depend on what the group is formed on, who's a part of it, and what the goals are that people are contributing to and rallying around. And wrapping up this episode with a final concept, which is Web 3.0. And to give some context to that, Web 1.0 was internet, where it was a place to just go online and find information. The internet was the information superhighway, and we have not referred to it like that in quite a while, because when we think about the internet today, it does so much more than that. And Web 2.0 allowed for more interaction, for social platforms, for collaboration. It wasn't just going to get information. It was a place where a lot of us put information out there. We built websites. We represented different businesses and you know, interacted with people, built community with social media and that kind of stuff. And Web 3.0 is basically an idea and a vision of the future of the internet where people can operate on the internet as a decentralized platform. Decentralization, again, key theme here, where... All of your information and everything is not owned by one of the giant tech firms. It's not owned by Google, Facebook, Twitter, and you have ownership over all of your own content. Web 3.0 is basically the future of the internet where there is shared ownership and we all can own our own content and have more control versus playing by the rules of big tech. That's the vision. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, Facebook or Meta now is super invested into the metaverse, into Web3, and all of these companies are, regardless of how vocal they've been about it, but they're all definitely heavily invested into all this stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how much ownership individuals can maintain, but that's the vision, and it'll be exciting to see how that reveals itself. Okay, thanks for sticking through the end of this episode, and hopefully your head is not spinning too much by going through all of these different terms. We covered a lot. We went through what is the metaverse? What are NFTs? What is the blockchain? What is cryptocurrency? What is DeFi? What is a DAO? What is Web 3.0? There's a lot more where all of this came from, but this is just the beginning. If this has been valuable for you, like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all of the things. Greatly appreciated. If I missed something or if you have a question or if there's something you'd like me to cover, again, shoot me a message and I will totally dive into it on future episodes or ask somebody on an episode that is way smarter than me and we can get some expert opinions to help us out. Thanks again. Have an amazing day. Buenas noches.